Hello, and welcome back to the Corner of Gray Street podcast. This is episode 34. That's right, one of our favorite numbers, one of the just DMB fan base's favorite numbers. And I'm Bruce, and joining me as always is Nolan. Hola. Bruce. <laughs> what is up? Oh man, I'm just so excited to be doing this episode 34, 34, like I said, one of our favorite numbers. Will yeah. it pop up in this episode? Oh. I don't know. But before we get to all of that, Nolan, um, thanks for joining me as always yet again. We have a yeah. couple of things, miscellaneous items to get into before we talk about this week's episode. Yeah, we do, Bruce. We have been staying busy despite staying at home. We have been busy with the podcast, among other things. Our jobs, raising children, dogs, all of that. But we released some merchandise over the past week, and oh, it has gone very well. We are so thankful for everyone who has been interested in our shirts and stickers. Absolutely. Um, We appreciate everyone that has purchased so far. Hopefully, if we have sent those out to you, that, that you have either received them or they will be arriving soon. I know the mail has been oddly slow sometimes um so but be on the lookout for those if they haven't arrived yet hope you enjoy them and please visit our etsy page um link is on our instagram bio um you can find it on our facebook page and our twitter page as well um corner of gray street podcast i believe is what it is on etsy just check it out there's uh some stickers and some t-shirts and we'll try to be adding some stuff later on as well as um we continue moving forward and nolan Along with merch, we also have a sponsor. We mentioned it last week, but we are going to continue mentioning them because they have been absurdly generous to us, and we are very happy to be partnering with them. So why don't you go ahead and tell everyone about our wonderful new sponsor? Yes, they stuck with us uh, after after (laughs) one episode of sponsoring us, so that's good. Uh, Cruise into Wellness CBD, located in Santa Cruz, California. You can check them out at cruiseintowellness.com or at cruiseintowellnesscbd on the social medias. We have a code for 20% off. Use GrayPod, and uh, you can enjoy all of their CBD products 20% off. I actually used some last night. My hip was uh, bothering me and woke up this morning feeling like a million bucks, Bruce. The stuff works, and we love it. Absolutely. It is fantastic. They have plenty of things to choose from as well. So check them out. Before we get into what we're doing this week, we might as well preview what we have going on over the next couple of weeks. West Palm is going to be next week, our episode on West Palm. And we're still trying to decide on a year, a show, or a couple of shows to do for that to highlight. Mm -hmm. So many good options to choose from. Yeah, absolutely. We actually just, it's very difficult to choose. West Palm has a lot of great stuff. But Nolan, you know, after that, we're just going to be taking a break, right? Oh, you would think so, because that's what the Dave Matthews Band would normally be doing as they uh, prep for their West Coast run to close out the tour. But no, we're going to keep it going with another episode. And Bruce, we have an exclusive interview with a legendary DMB collaborator and... I, should we tell him who it is? 
I, I don't see why not. I think it's time we let the cat out of the bag and just give everyone something to look forward to. So why don't you go ahead and tell everyone who this very special guest is. We had the opportunity to interview the legendary master of the banjo, Bela Fleck. And Bruce, he was incredible. One of the nicest people we have ever talked to. This is this is going to be awesome. It it was such a pleasure. It was unbelievable. He was truly the most accommodating, gracious person, like you said, that we have talked to, I mean, just in general in life. He just wanted to keep going and going. He was very generous with his time, um, gave us so many great details. And mm-hmm. not only did he speak about you know, his musical background, all of the projects he's working on currently and that he has worked on, things for the future. But he gave us some pretty cool DMB tidbits that I think the fan base is really going to enjoy. I know. I think our jaws dropped uh, a few times with stuff he was telling us. And it was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Can't believe we're doing <laughs> this. Uh, and we can't wait for you all to hear it here in, uh, in two weeks. Absolutely. Um, So we just wanted to let you guys know that we have that in the works. So stay tuned. Let everyone else know. I mean, if you're a DMB fan, if you're just a music fan, you're going to want to hear what Bela has to say. And it is Bela, by the way. It is not Bella. Um, Dave, I don't know why you've been mispronouncing it, but uh, (laughs) we've been guilty. Thanks to Dave of mispronouncing it as well. So it is Mr. Bela Fleck and Nolan. It was just such a blast. It was, Bruce. We'll put out uh, some cool teasers here in the next couple couple weeks, too, leading up to it. But before we jump ahead, we have a Southern Swing to talk about with the Dave Matthews Band, Bruce. Four different venues, and we have created a dream set list once again. We love doing the SPAC one and got great feedback from that. So we did it again, and Bruce, we only picked songs from shows that we have been to, and shows that we have been to from Virginia Beach, Raleigh, Charlotte, and Atlanta, and I mean, we've seen seen some great stuff. I've been to 21 shows at these venues, you have been to 18, and together we have been to 15, and... I mean, there's a lot to choose from. Had to cut a few things out that really wish could have made the cut. But altogether, Bruce, we put together a three-hour <laughs> dream concert that is is—it's pretty epic. It is. It's just a ton of fun being able to do this stuff. Um, and thank you to everyone who had listened to the SPAC one and given us great feedback. We really do appreciate it. And it you know, kind of spurred us to be able to do this one as well. Um, and yeah, it was really cool revisiting all those years, you know, 15 years basically of seeing shows at these venues. Wow. Um, and just really, really cool. We had a lot of shows to choose from, a lot of songs to choose from. We could have done two nights. Just like with SPAC, we could have done multiple nights. We could have oh, done a easily. bonus disc. But we'll do that stuff later. But yeah, Nolan, so we wanted to go kind of um, in order here of where the band would have hit up um, these venues 
So they would have hit Raleigh on July 24th here, and you had you did some sleuthing. You did some investigative work. Why don't you give oh, us yeah. a little, uh, a couple of venue fun facts, and uh, we'll talk about the history of these venues before getting to the actual show. Let's do it. I'll start with Raleigh, and then uh, we'll just go down the line. So Raleigh would have been July 24th this year, but we'll go back in time. First appearance in Raleigh for the band, 1993 Horde Festival. They were doing that circuit um, back in the early days. Set list unknown. So if we can ever track that down, I know the DMB Almanac guys will just be giddy. Uh, so let's let's do that. 1995, we had a song debut of Hold Me Down. If you don't know it, you need to. Look it up. It is incredible. Uh, Dave Solo, this needed to be a song, Dave. Why? Why is it not? Uh, we also have 1995, the first time David Ryan Harris guests with the band, and somehow DRH just pops up in like every episode now. I don't understand that, but it's cool. Uh, <laughs> we need him on the pod. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we'll get him and John Mayer on the pod. 1997, last full band, Let You Down, uh, was performed in Raleigh. 2001, you have the live debut of the Fish song, Waste. That is a... A favorite of ours, Bruce. Mm -hmm. Raleigh has also seen one Halloween, which we were there for in 2014. And I can't leave this out. The song debut of Be Yourself. OMG. Uh, (laughs) I mean, if you don't know Be Yourself, it was, it is now currently known as I think I got that right uh, on the Come Tomorrow album. But yeah, that show also featured the only seven in Shake Me Raleigh has ever scene so i know i just jinxed raleigh and i'm sorry <laughs> sweet those are some cool uh those are some cool tidbits um yeah let's see virginia beach then i'll, I'll run through a couple of things virginia beach um that would have been july 25th um live tracks 18 was from virginia beach back in 1996 that is one of my favorites and it is it has a lot of really good stuff 41 opener i believe um there was a number 40 back in 1999. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, Nolan, and you made this note here, and forgive oh, yeah. me, I am not a Lost fan, oh, so well, you go ahead I, I and this. you tell us exactly what you wrote here. Yes. For all you Lost fans and aficionados, in 2014, we saw John Locke, a.k.a. Emmy Award winner Terry O'Quinn, in attendance at a show. We actually somehow ended up moving up um, a few rows. I believe somebody left and we snagged them, um, or I snagged them, and Bruce was had gone to get a beer <laughs> or bathroom and didn't know where I was when he got yes. back and then came and joined me, I believe, during a raucous version of Crush. And uh, all of a sudden, John Locke uh, walks past me to get to his seat, and I had to do an all-time double take that was wild so that was pretty cool bruce next up charlotte <laughs> july 28th is uh is when that would have been on a tuesday night which is odd for charlotte i, I mean we think raleigh and charlotte should be friday and saturday nights back to back but regardless 1996 darius rucker guest on granny in the e1 slot how cool is that it's pretty interesting yeah very interesting song for uh for him to be on I know, and it it sounds pretty good. Y'all should check it out. Uh, 1997, 
featured the only appearance of the Flectones that tour. 1998, Tim Reynolds guest on the full show. And, you know, this was uh, back when Tim was, it was really only Dave and Tim and Tim guesting on uh, studio albums. So what a treat for them there. And Bruce, I had to throw this in. It made me laugh a little bit. But 2007, we saw the greatest version of the song Stand Up, thanks to the one and only (laughs) Joe Lawler. And you may be rolling your eyes right now, but... I mean, this is really good. Yeah, it really is. Um, <laughs> Joe Lawler comes out, and we're like, "Oh man, like yes, hell yeah! What is what is he gonna play on?" And then they start stand up. I'm like, "What? <laughs> no way!" Um, but it was pretty cool, and it made I think the 2007 bonus sampler there. Um, yeah. So those are pretty cool tidbits. Charlotte has so much good stuff. I mean, it really, really does. Um, mm-hmm. And as everyone will see here in our show. Uh, Charlotte is possibly the goat of these four venues. So, um, oh, it is. Oof, man, it's tough to beat. Uh, but we'll move down to Atlanta really quickly. Uh, July 29th is when the Atlanta show would be. Uh, sorry, uh, 1998 was the first time that Herbie Hancock guested <laughs> with the band. Um, 2004 saw Live Tracks 43, which we watched. We all watched on the drive-in a few weeks ago. So that was cool to be able to see. Um, that's a good live tracks if you haven't heard it. Um, mm-hmm. And also you can go find the video now, I believe, on DMB's YouTube channel. So do that. Check it out. But Nolan, unfortunately, if you're looking to hear any busted stuff, era songs, um, you won't find them here in the ATL because um, you never know. Captain busted stuff only played one time. Oof. Oof. Ouch. Sorry. Sorry, ATL. You only are getting those once and possibly never again, but maybe I just uh, allowed them to be played in 2021. You never know. See, (laughs) you never know. (laughs) Nolan, let's go ahead and get into the show. Should we spoiler alert them yet again? Yeah, good idea. We almost almost forgot that right then. But yes, we, like we did with the SPAC uh, double episode, we have a double episode again where you can Listen to the full show in its entirety. Um, it's the bonus episode with episode 34 here. So if you don't want to hear anything else and just want to be surprised by the show, go listen to it. Come back to this. If not, you might hear some music in the background, but it won't really give a ton away. You're going to need to listen to the full show to truly appreciate the greatness of the band. And just one more thing to note, we said it earlier, but Yes, these are only songs that we have seen in person. Not necessarily together, but one of us saw these in person. So, Bruce, this one's you. And we're going to start here with one that I actually saw by myself. Um, I was with a couple of friends, but um, Nolan was not here, unfortunately. And this is from the my 13th ever show, actually, from July 20th, 2010. Our show is going to start with a partial minarets and this is coming out of nowhere nolan just starting the show dave walks on the stage starts strumming the chords i'm not sure if there was a sign down there what was going on Mm -hmm. but it had not been played since uh 2005 or something and just out of nowhere a little partial minarets they did a verse and a chorus um and a little bit of light accompaniment from other band members it was pretty cool i was i was getting the tingles 
Oh yeah, it's sweet. Had not been played since winter '05, and I vividly remember getting played at MSG um, that year, just from the tapes mm-hmm. and, and the videos of that. But yeah, mostly Dave solo, some Tim, some Carter, some Fonz, and it's like a a very slow tease slash partial. It's probably it's probably long enough to be a partial, but mm-hmm. you know, just getting the crowd. A little, a little antsy, a little giddy, ready to, ready to get things going, and this fades out and into the true opener of the show, and that is the Stone from Charlotte 08, the opener from Jeff Coffin's first show, his debut with DMB as a, uh, what is now a permanent member, but man, Bruce, we. Uh, we love this version. It is it is a very special version. Oh, it really is. Um, we've highlighted this one before. It's the July 1st, 2008 version. We did a deep dive into this entire show back on episode four, Floating Across the Floor. Um, we dissected actually Deer Creek 2019. And then on our DMB history segment, we went into this show, just first um, full show with the band right after Leroy Moore's accident. And yeah, this is the stone, everybody. This is unbelievable. Um, we talked a few weeks back about how all you spackers out there think that you have the best version of stone. <laughs> well, this one's better. Um, we believe it. You, If you just put Dave's wailing on the spack version onto this, then you have one of the best stones you could possibly even imagine. So that's all you've got, spack. You've just got some Dave whales. Cool, who cares? Um, no, they're both great, Nolan, and um, this one is just, I mean, we had to open the show with it. We had to. Oh, yeah, I mean, the best version of Stone and the best opener that we have seen, it had to It had to be this way, Bruce, and I mean, like you said, we talked about it in depth on an earlier episode, but I would just never forget the, like just the atmosphere the crowd was like a little on edge about Leroy not being there but excited to see Jeff and the sun is going down and Jeff Coffin just absolutely rips on this oh it's destruction it's pure destruction and it is just coming out of the gate swinging um it's like oh okay Jeff yeah we just pulled you from another band here you go let's play stone um (laughs) and the beginning part of the song has to have him really exerting himself like you gotta make an entrance and then you have a solo on the first song out there like sure Dave ease him on in um I think that just shows the amount of confidence they had in Jeff and just Jeff's absurd ability and I mean unbelievable and I think we've talked enough about this version honestly Nolan (laughs) let's go into something that um the next song here which is a perfect song to have at the front end of a set. And I actually was not in attendance for this one, so I'm going to let you go ahead and wax on. Oh, okay. Well, yes, we have Hello Again up next, following up The Stone, two uh, dark and ominous songs with, uh, with some pretty great Dave energy. And this is from my first show, uh, Raleigh. Wait one second. From Raleigh, July 26, 2004, and, you know, 
I got to see all of the 04 songs in this show, but this Hello Again stands out. Uh, Carter just owns this one, Bruce. Absolutely owns it. Why don't they play this anymore? I know. It's such a rarity these days, and it really is such a treat. And it's, this one was a really good version. Um, we've seen other Hello Agains. I don't think we've seen them at these venues. So this was, I think, the only one that we had to choose from. But regardless, mm-hmm. it is a very good version. No, I'm, I'm wrong. My first show the next year, 05, had Hello Again. I forgot. And, yeah. um, but there was just no way we couldn't use this 04 version. Uh, Carter is just destroying it. Dave's voice was fantastic. And, you know, I was just so pumped to hear this version and to have a show that I wasn't at. I mean, yes, like, great. I wasn't there at 04. Sick. We had to segue it right into another song from a show I wasn't at. Nolan, I mean, go ahead. Like, geez, you saw all the good stuff. Well, Bruce, I I know each one of us, when we are at a show uh, without each other, something crazy happened it seems like and we're all like oh no how did you, you got that <laughs> it's crazy but the uh raleigh and charlotte 2006 shows are very strong lots of surprises uh including this one this is drive in drive out so we have the segue hello again into dido this is the tour debut of dido from raleigh june 21st 2006 the only time it was played in the 06 tour it actually wasn't played again until West Palm Beach 2008, which oh. I was also at. Uh, so that's weird, and maybe we'll discuss that a little bit more next week on our West Palm show. But uh, in 06, one of the other cool things about it was it was actually a segue from Nancy's. They went Nancy's right into Dido, and I was, I was in the lawn, unfortunately, for this show, but... I remember going nuts because, I mean, Nancy's <laughs> yes. into Dido never happens. But, I mean, Bruce, this is a, I mean, this is a very good version of Dido. Yeah, it really is. It was a ton of fun. Um, Carter is all over this version, obviously. Dave is as well, just vocally. Um, but yeah, that's a sweet segue. Uh, Nancy's into Dido. I like our segue as well. Hello again into Dido. Um, yeah. But how have we only seen three of them? Um, I think you've seen a couple there in Raleigh, um, mm-hmm. and then you said West Palm, yep. um, and then me, one in Raleigh, one in Camden, and one in West Palm as well um, uh, at another time, but crazy. We've been to all these shows, and only just a few, uh, less than a handful of drive-in, drive-outs. Uh, mm. Absolutely absurd. Uh, well, finally, <laughs> we can get to a song that I was only at. No, I'm just kidding. Since the opener, the minarets was just me too but uh this you never know nolan this next song you never know from uh september 18th 2007 Mm -hmm. holds a special place in my heart Mm -hmm. and that is because on my way to the show after school you sent a text that um is infamous yes i called the shot i had my uh babe ruth calling my shot here and i texted bruce it's a perfect fall day that just feels like they're going to play You Never Know. And yep. sure enough, it happened. Yep. Um, I may have even been listening to You Never Know in the car at that time, but I, I was kind of like feeling, I was like, yes, because it is a little bit like brisk fall E uh, mm-hmm. there in North Carolina at the time. And we just willed it into existence. Um, yeah. 
it was it's only been t- played twice in Raleigh ever, and this was the second time. This was a tour debut, um, so thank you. It was uh, you're welcome. Such a blessing, and as always, Leroy Moore on "You Never Know" is such a blessing. Um, I always felt like Roy's solos were a little too short on "You Never Know." As I was like, "No, Dave, don't start singing yet. Roy is goat. Stop." Um, <laughs> He just always left me wanting more because he nailed them, always. Oh, I know. So good. And uh, one other thing to note on this version, Carter Beaufort intro uh, to Never Know yes. the Band Now just kind of uh, goes right into it with uh, Dave leading the way on his guitar, but the old school Carter intro on this. So a heavy, heavy dose of Carter uh, early on in this show, and you know we wouldn't have it any other way. I think every band member shines in this show, and I mean, next up, Leroy Moore on Crazy Easy, Bruce, again from my first show, and uh, that's that July 26, 2004, just really wish I, I guess, was older, so I could have appreciated uh seeing these in person a little bit more um mm-hmm. but man these oh four songs we just it made like our fandom was starting around that like hardcore fandom in oh three and then when these oh four songs came on the scene it was just like yes the band like has it again like this is they've moved on from every day and then, you know, they got busted stuff, and then they are moving in the right direction with these 04 songs. They are so, so good. And uh, this Crazy Easy had some improv lyrics uh, that were pretty cool. I'll read you my favorite Ooh. lyric from this, and I always thought it would have been perfect as a permanent lyric, but, um, oh, start two lovers in a crowded room that you could swear to them nobody was there but those two. And I've always loved that. Love this version, Bruce. Yeah, I'd say that's that's a pretty good solid choice there. Um, and this is a fantastic version. You know, we also were lucky enough to see one in Charlotte in 2013, the day after it was liberated down so in, cool. I believe, Alabama. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then so we were like, there's no way we're going to see it. And we did. <laughs> that yeah. uh, 7, I believe, 7 24, uh, 2013. Such a great show. Um, and we already covered that on episode 7, Rain Down on Me. But we already covered the whole <laughs> Charlotte 2013 show. So we didn't select anything from that show for this. Um, even though it's probably the best Charlotte show we've ever seen, it's just, yep. uh, yeah, we, we spread the love around. Yeah, absolutely. And there were a couple versions of songs that we almost used, threw in, but then had to toss out. It just, like, they didn't work sonically or segue-wise like we wanted them to. So, sorry, Charlotte 2013. We obviously love you. But, um, you know, it just is what it is. And we obviously love Crazy Easy. And that segues, Nolan, right into... The Dreaming Tree from September 19th, 2007, a show we were both at, Nolan. This Charlotte version of Dreaming Tree is (laughs) incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. I mean, we were sitting uh, together, had 
really good seats for this one. Um, they're on that left side, but I mean, pretty close up. And this is the second best Charlotte show that we have seen. It is sneaky good, and it's I, it is the best version of Dreaming Tree that I've ever seen out of the whopping three times that I've seen it. Thanks. <laughs> Well, I've only seen it once, full band, so. This is your only version? Yep. I've got a uh, Dave and Tim version in 08 at the uh, Obama show in Richmond, Mm -hmm. and then this version. So I had it twice in, you know, a year and a month or so, and haven't had it since. That is messed up. Yep. I don't like that at all for you. (laughs) But luckily, it was an incredible version, and I'm not, I have not listen to every version of Dreaming Tree, but a lot of them. And, I mean, I'd put this one up against any and all. Holy Rashawn Ross Batman. This man (laughs) just, it's the best I think Rashawn has ever sounded. He brought it. He was just helped build up the song in, in the jam. Carter's attacking. Dave is wailing. This song has everything. Oh, it really does. And we went on and on about this um, during one of the bonus tailgate talks we did from Charlotte last year when we were in the lots talking with our special guest, Rob. Hey, Rob. And we could not get over how good it was. I think we were just like fawning over this version. Um, (laughs) So you can check that one, that little bonus part out where we were chatting it up over the tailgate in Charlotte um, where we talked about this song and this show and a lot of Charlotte shows. But yeah, Nolan, it's just, I mean, it really is just so good. And this was the tail end, I believe, of of that epic run that they did that night. Say goodbye, pig, and dreaming tree in a row. We were just like, oh. I mean... What an incredible run of three songs there, Bruce. It's it's just inconceivable how <laughs> um, how great that is, and how we just seem like seemingly can't get that now. Like that run just seems unrealistic, um, just with those that group of songs. But man, oh, so freaking good! Oh, it seemed unrealistic I, I then think I've too. Said enough, but we uh-huh. were just floored. Um, but man, don't forget though, a little chocolate rain interpolation mixed in, uh, which always made me laugh. And fun fact, a little more advanced stats for you. Dreaming Tree has never been played in Raleigh. It has one play at in Atlanta, uh, excuse me, at Lakewood in 1999, and one play at Virginia Beach in 1998. Oh my God. So, yeah, I mean, it's play Yaya Ding Dong, play Dreaming Tree. I mean, I just, it is wild to me. This version is just so good. Here's a little sneak peek, just a tiny bit, just a little, little bit. So you need to go listen to the full thing after this. Yes. Oh, we couldn't give you any more than that. We just can't. We, we can't spoil it. Um, and you know that we had to segue out of this into something good. 
and Nolan, we stuck with the same show and a song surrounding Dreaming Tree in this show. And we went with Say Goodbye here from that same September 19th, 2007 show. Obviously, we had to go into this. Oh, yeah. I mean, flip the order a little bit from the original show, but I mean, we made it better. So you're welcome, everyone. It's just, it's so good. Say Goodbye, obviously one of our favorites. Shout out to Brendan, BK, his favorite song. He was at this show with us. Bruce, we actually mm-hmm. took a limo to this show. You, me, oh my God. Uh, Brendan, Adam, and Mike. Shout out to friends of the podcast. Man, this was 13 years ago. It's wild, but I mean, say goodbye. Glad we got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and shout out to your dad for uh, making sure that we got to and from the show safely, yeah. for sure. Uh, that's hilarious. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, who could forget about the, the limo ride? We actually listened to Dreaming Tree from Piedmont Park. I think the taper pull of the Piedmont Park show we had playing in the limo going down there. So that Dreaming Tree, by the way, we foreshadowed from the Piedmont Park uh, show earlier that summer. Nolan, this Say Goodbye is pretty cool because... We actually have Leroy Moore on the saxophone and not the flute in this song or in this version. And there is no Roy and Carter intro. It's just a short Carter one. Um, So that was kind of unique. And they just kind of go into it. And it's a it's a solid version. It was very good. Um, And, you know, it's just another underrated or just no one knows about this song, this show. Mm -hmm. And it's really a top two Charlotte show for us. Oh, yeah. Go listen to the show. You will not be disappointed. 07 was just a strong, uh, strong little summer tour, late summer tour. And uh, man, there's there's some good stuff from this. DMB Almanac has this at a five out of 35 uh, on the show rarity index for that tour. Ooh. So pretty, pretty good, Bruce. And next up. We have a partial, but it is a liberation, and I am sad to say that you were not at the Raleigh or Charlotte Spring 2009 shows with me either, Nope. but this liberation was an all-timer. I was geeking out, and the people I was with did not understand, and (laughs) that was upsetting to me, but Blue Water, not Blue Water Baboon Farm, so... Norlander, sorry to disappoint, um, but just half of that blue water. This is two and a half minutes, so I count it. Bruce, I don't know what you think about that, but it is about a minute longer than the previous night in Raleigh. Yeah, um, I don't know if I would count it. Um, I don't know, just listening to it, it makes me furious that I didn't call out those frauds at the Almanac for notating this as a liberation. This is nonsense. Um, No, I, I blame Dave honestly for not allowing this to go further. It was, it was time. They were ready. Um, Boyd seemed prime to rip a blue water baboon farm um, all over that stage. Uh, You've got a minimal Carter, a little bit of Fonz you can hear in there, but man, I mean, they were right there. They were on the cusp of giving that full treatment right there, and it is such a shame that they didn't, but pretty cool 
because normally when you get any sort of blue water or anything, it's just Dave. Mm-hmm. You don't get much Boyd or anything. So that's very cool. We obviously had to throw that in here. Well, Bruce, you might not count it. I do. The Almanac counts it. Uh, first time blue water has been fully played since 3.31.03 and first time by the full band since... February 25th, 1995. Uh, oh. So, wow. That was 14 years in the making. The crowd knew it. Everyone knew it. It was it was pretty awesome. Yeah, Almanac listed Boyd, Carter, Dave, Stefan, Tim. Um, and the last verse was omitted. Show ends um, right after that with Crash Into Me and Stay. Pretty unique encore. Well, yeah, that is pretty awesome. Um, we'll go ahead and count it. We'll count yeah. it. We'll count it for you. I'll give it to you. Um, but this show, our show, it has liberations out the wazoo, Nolan. And that was one. And we're going to go into another one right here. And that's Minarets. We're bringing it back, yes. baby. And this is the 7-21-2010 version. The next night after that tease in Virginia Beach, Dave opens the show. Playing it again seemed like a tease. Nolan, I was at this one as well by myself. Um, well, I was with uh, Chip and his sister and another friend, but I sat by myself right behind the soundboard. Perfect view. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's doing it again. But this time, the full band slowly joins in. Every uh, little bit of the song, someone else it seemed to join in. And this is just such a cool, unique version. It is... I mean, that's a perfect way to describe it. Very unique. It is It is like the tease, but they actually just um, get into it. And it, it's slow, and it's like you're not sure what's going to happen. And then it just builds and builds and builds, and then they just take off at the end. It is pretty epic at the end, Bruce. It is. It was so much fun, and it just seems kind of slow like you said and then all of a sudden they just pack this major punch it was so cool there's actually a video on youtube of it uh, not a great quality or whatever but you can just see as dave uh starts wailing on the outro people just hands up like yes here we go um everyone just got so pumped and this uh rounded out and ended segueing directly into the stone at that show so that was an awesome one-two punch oh. But we had to segue it into something else, and it's one of it's a podcast favorite. Nolan, what did we decide to do with this Minarets outro, segueing into Bismarck? Yes, yes. And one of the coolest things about these dream set lists, Bruce, I think, are the the segues because um, we can kind of do whatever we want and kind of make it make sense. Uh, so blue water into minarets into bismarck the flow here is just perfect uh so yes. great job on that with the edits but man bismarck the best 2016 song where are you where have you gone we need to find you um forgot how good this so this version was i know it is so good uh jeff and carter just shred it um, you know, I always thought that the debut of it in Charlottesville was the best version. Then I listened to this one. I'm like, ooh, maybe Charlotte might have a leg up here. This one's good. Um, I don't know. It's up for debate. But Charlotte and Charlottesville, best Bismarck's ever. Fight me. <laughs> um, Nolan, we miss this song so much. And hopefully it comes back in 2021. On a new and album. The next song. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, uh, this, uh, we digress. We digress <laughs> because we could go on and on and on. 
Um, the next song is also another one that we really, really miss, Nolan, and needs to be played <laughs> so much more. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's silly that this song doesn't get more play. That is Kit Kat Jam. Man, this is from Virginia Beach 2013. Not a great show, but Kit Kat Jam mixed in was uh, a big standout for us. We saw it the previous night um, in Charlotte, and that, that was actually the return of Kit Kat Jam after a three-year hiatus and was the first version of it without lyrics. So cool. Yes. And fun fact, I was at the show that it had been previously played at. Oh. Camden, 2010. That's right. And yeah, we were just, there. Were, it just came out of nowhere in Charlotte. Um, as we said, we've already gone into that show, so we didn't use this one. And this version is just a little bit better, Nolan, to our ears. Um, I think it was just a little bit cleaner. I mean, second night playing it, you're going to get a little bit better at it. Yeah. Um, but it was, you know, it was co- very unique not having the vocals and everything. I thought that was cool. I kind of prefer Kit Kat Jam without lyrics. Yeah, you know, I, I've I always liked it with the lyrics and uh, thought it was cool when Dave would do that. But here you've got Rashawn Ross playing the vocal parts on Muted Trumpet. So, I mean, man, what a creative, like, way to play the song and bust it out. And... And we had to show Virginia Beach some more love. So here's your Kit Kat Jam Virginia Beach version, Bruce. And uh, we need more Kit Kat Jam. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. They nail it. I mean, it's just a song that you would think that this lineup these days would destroy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, honestly, like they would just absolutely crush it. And, you know, I really, really hope that they bring it back uh, the next time we can see them live. Um, and another man, just another great song. We only choose great songs here at the Gray Street Podcast, so yeah. you know what can you expect? Um, we are going down to Atlanta, and we're going to the May twenty eighth, two thousand sixteen show, the only show Nolan and I have seen in Atlanta, and we ventured on down there for a uh, Memorial Dave weekend, yeah. and um, we got to see the first time this special guest guested, and this was the first song that this guest guested on, Nolan, and it was completely out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jimmy Herring. Uh, yes. What a great guest spot for him. You may know him from Widespread Panic, but he uh, he also had a stint with The Other Ones slash The Dead, um, 02 to 04 with Phil Lesh, Bob Weir, and Bill Kreutzman. I actually saw him guest with the Dead at their tour opener on Easter Sunday in 2009 oh. in Greensboro uh, with Warren Haynes, too. Uh, what? Yeah, just very strange. My first uh, Dead concert of any kind, so crazy to see. But, um, man, this Raven is a fun version and definitely not a song we expected someone to guest on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, who would guess? Okay, electric guitarist. What are they gonna do? Do 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 do. Rhyme and reason, Jimmy thing. Like here it comes. Uh, no, Raven. Mm. And we get a nice uh, solo here at the end. Um, obviously noteworthy, and he did a great job here. Yeah. And I think um, you know, Dave's singing was pretty unique. He seems very um, like 
as you would as you said animated mm-hmm. um, as he was kind of going in and out of the falsettos. Uh, so we had to include this version. It just had some unique stuff in there, and obviously Jimmy Herring. I mean, come on, like, jeez. But oh, yeah. you can't just have him on one song, Nolan. No, you cannot. So Raven is followed up by Sugar Will. Yes, May twenty eighth, twenty sixteen. Again, actually at this show, Satellite was sandwiched between the two, and I mean. We don't ever say, go listen to this version of Satellite because they're all the same. This one is not the same. This this one is really cool. Um, it's worth checking out. He has a nice solo on it, which I'm surprised yep. they don't do that more often. Like, have Tim throw in a solo or something, but um, sounds awesome. So we don't ever say this, but go check out that version of Satellite. <laughs> it's cool. It is really cool. Um, but this Sugar Will is just... An absolute face melter, Bruce, between Tim and Jimmy dueling uh, guitar solos at the end of this. Holy cow. Yeah, absolutely. They are shredding, face melting. Um, You know, they are just going nuts here. And it is just an absolutely spectacular version. I needed more. Like, I wanted more. I wanted them to keep going. And yeah, like you said, that satellite is pretty cool. And it actually, I believe, spurred... Um, a solo by Jeff Coffin for a couple versions after this it seemed like the Jimmy Herring version this one was like the first one that they had uh, added a solo section to the satellite and then later on they let Jeff do it for a couple times and then nixed it uh, just a couple weeks later of course Um, like come on I mean let Jeff solo but anyways great version of Sugar Will here here, Nolan and after that face melting heart pounding heart melting as well just (laughs) So much energy I've got right now after that sugar roll. We have to bring it down. We have to settle things down. We have to smooth it out here. And um, what do we decide is the cool down song here? Oh, well, obviously, where are you going? Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Fooled you. Pay for what you get. Charlotte, June 20th, 2006. Oh, baby. This is another liberation first time played full band since august 24th 2003 so three years on the shelf for pay for what you get and i was at this show i couldn't believe it that's what makes going to shows uh fun for me part of it um when you go to a lot of them when you see stuff like this liberations and rarities and Mm -hmm. stuff out of nowhere you're like oh my gosh yes they've still got it (laughs) it was really cool Oh, man, it really was. Uh, that was awesome. Um, sweet version. Roy just sounds so beautiful here. Carter, always good on this one. I just love his um, just odd, offbeat stuff that he does and pay for what you get. Um, and then, obviously, shout out Beatles. Norwegian Wood at the end. Yeah. Nolan, biggest Beatles fan ever, oh, yeah. probably fainted. <laughs> um, and, you know, as we get to the end of pay for what you get, Nolan – they just have to, they're figuring out what they're going to segue into. They're kind of, you know, just ending the song slowly. And what are they going to do? Well, play something that they had never done ever before. Mm. That's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And this was not your typical, typical situation. This is just the typical jam that they went into. This is from September 18th, 2007 in Raleigh. It was played just a few times this tour. 
Um, Nolan and I caught one the next night in Charlotte as well. Mm -hmm. But uh, we wanted to do the first one, the OG, and throw it in here. And it segued nice out of this uh, pay for what you get. And, um, man, this this was a lot of fun. This was pretty cool. Super cool, uh, and it's unique to the 2007 tour. This Raleigh show saw the first time it was played, first of five times played, and yeah, this starts with the 7-8 jam, and one of the cool things that, and we were trying to decide which version, do we do the Raleigh or the Charlotte one, Rashawn and Roy would actually trade off who would solo first during this. So in Raleigh, Rashawn Ross starts, and then uh, Roy finishes it, then the next night in Charlotte, they just flipped. So Roy started, and then uh, Rashawn finished up the jam. So really cool stuff. And uh, I'll take typical any way you can get it. But this was this was really cool and so unique. We just had to include it. Yeah, you better believe it. Um, it's a ton of fun, and you know they end the song just how they would normally. But starting it off with the jam, I mean, man, that was so cool. I wish they would do that to other songs. Just randomly do it. It was just unique and fun. And um, I remember being so confused when it started that first time. I was like, what? What is typical jam? It's the new typical jam. But, you know, that was really awesome. And we had to do another segue, Nolan. Um, And this one is going to segue into one of our favorite songs and one of our favorite versions of the song because we were there and it was a unique situation upon which this song occurred. Oh yeah, and we have talked about this quite a bit on the podcast. JTR from July 19th, 2019. So this was actually the last show that I saw in person. And uh, man, I just I miss, I miss live concerts very badly. I miss live music. Gotta wear a mask so we can get back to seeing our favorite bands in person, Bruce. But there was a huge uh, rain delay, thunderstorm delay, about an hour and a half. And uh, we were like, come on, they got to do JTR. They got to do it. They got to do it. It's perfect. Sure enough, they opened the air quote second set of Charlotte 2019 with JTR. We wanted it. It happened. We freaked out. They delivered. It was GOAT. And man, Bruce, it was it was down to that one or the first JTR that I saw, um, both in Charlotte, but that was from two thousand six. And uh this one obviously yeah. we were both at the twenty nineteen one and kinda meant more to us. We may have picked the twenty nineteen version, but in two thousand six something pretty cool happened where Carter hits the snare to go into ants to close out the main set and uh he breaks the snare drum <laughs> i mean he had dominated too much yeah just massive amounts of shredding it couldn't it couldn't take any more domination from carter so obviously being the god that he is he recovers and goes into an improv jam and i seeing it in person i was like oh my god they're about to go jtr into halloween this is going to happen what in the world <laughs> And uh, I was wrong. They did not uh, until they fi- got the snare drum fixed. But uh, this is pretty cool, Bruce. I've, again, something unique and unique stuff makes for good podcasting, I think. Absolutely. Um, you pushed, pushed for this. I was kind of like, uh, I mean, 
well, I, I want to throw in something else. And then, like, listening to it, especially out of the JTR, and then um, just how it segues, it's like, oh, man, yes. And absolutely, Carter was, he just always dominates. And the fact that he broke his snare is hilarious. Um, and then he's playing an improv as they're fixing his snare or swapping it out, whatever they did. Yeah. Um, and that's just, like, if I was there at that show, I'd be like, oh, this is the best moment ever. So cool. Um, yeah. And you can hear Rashawn and Roy. They start playing um, also Sprock Zarathustra, <laughs> however you pronounce that. Yeah. Um, 2001, basically. Yeah. And um, they join in and play a little bit of that. And then they head right into Ants again to Nolan's dismay. No Halloween for Nolan. But we went with a... <laughs> How dare you, spoiler alert. Whoa. Um, we, we went into another version of Ants Marching. We went with the um, Atlanta version, the uh, May 28th, 2016 version. And Nolan, it's um, you know pretty good version of Ants, but it has something at the end there that I think everyone will enjoy. Are you talking about the hoedown jam at the end, Bruce? Oh, yes. Yeah. Tons, tons of fun. Boyd keeps going. Dave's egging him on, like, oh, yeah, and then Dave does some sort of, like, hoedown singing, um, so it's a longer version of Ants than normal, and it was a ton of fun and we were grooving I remember and then Nolan when you end Ants these days you gotta go into something you gotta do something especially when it's the end of the set like come on we have to do something here so um, the band did something and we decided to follow yeah and this was actually the encore of the 52816 show that we saw but it's just closing out the main set here and that is ants marching into halloween so if you're uh if you're keeping score at home that is i'm just going to read you this uh this segue here pay for what you get into typical jam into jtr into improv jam into ants marching into halloween whoa you're welcome crazy stuff is happening right now but that is the tour debut of halloween for that tour the only halloween played at lakewood what oh and we were going nuts we actually have a video of it um that i found on my phone the other day and maybe we'll post it on our uh on our social account we'll see but bruce the end of this left us like what tim tim reynolds is an alien yeah we all love the uh the end of Halloween's with Dave moaning or wailing, whatever, and Tim just cycling through his alien sounds, and he uh, puts his guitar on this repeating loop here at the end, right as like the last note hits, and Dave's saying goodbye. Tim just sets his guitar down on the stand and walks off, and it's just cycling through this loop and just going and going, and we were kind of like, oh, I wonder if they're going to go into something, like are they going to come back? Double encore? Um... And I mean, as we're leaving, like we're tons of people obviously leaving at the same time. It's just going and going and going. Um, And it just never stopped as we walked out. I don't remember it stopping, honestly. Maybe it did. Um, But we kept it going here as like our pseudo encore or whatever. Um, And so leading us into the encore is just Tim Reynolds' guitar sitting on a stand and cycling through this repeating loop. Um, And it's it's pretty, pretty epic. (laughs) Oh yeah, it was so we were like, "What? What is happening?" 
Is this a signal to the to the spaceship that they're gonna come and ab- abduct all of us? I don't know. Uh, yes. But man, it eventually fades out, and then all the cell phones go up and the flashlights come on. It's uh, it's time for the band to come back out. And Bruce, we go back once again for a final time to 2004 Raleigh. Good good time. E1. I mean, it is just the perfect E1 song. Am I right? Oh, you absolutely are. Um, And this is a good version. I'd actually never listened to this version before this, I don't believe. Um, If I had, I'd completely forgotten, but it's solid. Um, Some good Roy in there, some actually good Boyd, some good Butch. Um, There's just a little bit from everybody, and obviously good Dave improv lyrics and stuff, but good, good time, absolutely. Great first slot encore song here. Um, We obviously had to do it, and we had to go back to your first show. But after that, we have to go back to my first show. Just one last shout-out to my first show. Not much much in there that uh, was worthy of this show, but it had to make the cut, just barely. And we threw a little bit of the 34 tees that we got from June 29th, 2005 in Raleigh. Dave just decided to cycle through the... Uh, riff there a couple of times here, um, so we threw a tiny bit of that right here, just as a little shout out to right before the return of Thirty Four and just my first show. But Nolan, this kind of just you know teases us and then heads into a very nice version of a song that we saw in Charlotte together again that two thousand seven show, that September nineteenth show, and it was the third head of that um, trilogy there that we mentioned earlier. That's right. Pig. Yeah. We have an encore right now of Good Good Time, 34 T's into Pig. And if you're going to tease 34, you should probably go into something awesome like Pig, unlike Oh five, you might die trying like Dave did at your first show. Uh, <laughs> oh. Wow. But yes, Pig, this was the tour debut in 2007. Only one of two times played in that 07 tour. And no. Bruce, I, yeah. What in the world? I think it got played mainly because of you, though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dave came to introduce the opening band. And of course, we're walking down to our seats, which are very close to the stage. <laughs> And I yell at Dave to play pig. Play pig, Dave! Or <laughs> Dave, play pig! Something like that. And um, everyone that I was with, all of you guys, just kind of looked at me like, what are you doing? It's like, tell him to play pig. <laughs> Duh. And we got pig, didn't we? we did. So um, thank you to me, I guess. Dave, thank you for listening. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, that's so funny. Thank you for doing that. A few more little stats here. Uh, when we're talking about pig... Also saw Pig in Raleigh 06, and that was only one of two times ever played in Raleigh. So that's brutal. Bruce, you saw it in Charlotte 2010 as well. And mm-hmm. I'm reading your note here while Nolan was being lame somewhere else. Thanks. Yeah, I don't know where you were, but you didn't get to see the Pig in 2010. <laughs> I was in I was in New York uh, City that oh. summer, and my only two shows were the... Uh, Live at City Field, which became an official release. Song debut of Blackjack. Nice. Interesting. Interestingly or not interestingly enough. But 
they actually uh Charlotte 2018 got a little pig in the encore action into all along the watchtower which you saw on the drive-in a few weeks ago but now that we're done with pig thank you guys for playing it Bruce we're diving into something that was pretty unique back in I would say 2006 and 2007 and we went with the 2006 version American Baby Intro, a.k.a. ABI. <laughs> That's right. Um, we did go with this 06 version, which you were at, the June 21st version from Raleigh. Um, Charlotte 2007 also has a good version, but we like this one a little more. Um, Dave is going insane. The band is very tight, and it's a little bit of a shorter version. But this is our second stand-up song of the evening here on this show. Pretty crazy. That is, uh, you would not expect that from the Gray Street Pod, I don't think. But uh, we have two stand-up songs here. And this was a very, I don't know if I'd say common encore song back in 06, 07, but it was used a few times. And I always thought used very well. And I missed the song. It was was pretty fun. Um, I don't miss Dave shredding his vocal cords on it, per se. But he did have some very epic wails from it as well. But this is a good version. Nolan, you were uh, lucky to get this back in 06. Nice. Yeah, this was one of my favorite encores I've seen. Um, this is ABI. I mean, there are like three, three or four just massive Dave wails with the yeah, that going on. I mean, I don't know how he still has a voice left at all, but definitely not enough to sing the next song bruce and would it be a dream set list if we didn't end the show with two-step no nope no it wouldn't be no it would not and we have seen so many great versions of two-step as has anyone who's ever seen two-step so we did a little mashup here bruce you cut it up between 62106 and Charlotte 91907 and yes there's a theme here between those two shows very strong indeed most of the 2007 version with a really good intro Dave is on point with these improv lyrics yeah it was a it is a great version um Dave does nail that. One of my favorite improvs that Dave has done in a two-step. I've always liked it. Probably a little bit of attendance bias there, but, um, you know, I digress. And we did use most of the 2007 version here because of that, and then because of the Butch and Carter jam. They keep it up-tempo the entire time here. Um, Just a lot of energy. The 06 version is very good, top to bottom. It is a very good two-step, and I recommend it to anyone. It was very tough to not use the full thing there, um, but because of those two reasons, we threw in 07, and then at the end, we threw in a little bit of the 2006 version outro um, that you were uh, there for, Nolan, so it was a perfect segue from American Baby intro into this two-step, and this two-step outro from 06 is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, this is just pure Carter Beaufort refusing to stop. I remember... Gosh, just him going nuts and being in the lawn. Like, I mean, you can see all of the lights from a distance, and it looks like the show's coming to an end. And then Carter with the classic, nope, I'm going to keep playing. <laughs> and oh, man, it was so awesome. He's wearing the uh, 
Carolina Hurricanes jersey to celebrate the Stanley Cup champs, which he also wore yes. the previous night in Charlotte. Uh, crowd ate that up for sure. Go Canes. Playoff bound. Let's do this. Man, what a way to end the show. It was so epic at the time. I loved going back and listening to it. And uh, actually read you um, the road page notes back when the the road crew used to write up a little little blurb about each show but uh they had this to say after a blisteringly hot day the band rocked dmb deconstructed two-step in a rare jam that saw each band member improvising new lines and bringing it all back together to form an explosive close to the show and it was an explosive close to that show but also to our dream set list bruce that's it we're done that's it. There is no double encore like SPAC, everybody. This is truly it. Um, that was a ton of fun and really cool to be able to have songs that um, both of us were at individually, but even better to relive the moments when we were there together, um, able to share all of those epic moments from Raleigh, Virginia Beach, Charlotte, and Atlanta. Pretty, pretty cool. And hopefully everyone enjoyed that. Um, hopefully you are enjoying us being able to make our own shows here and um, we've received a lot of positive feedback hopefully we get some more positive feedback from this one nolan and again want to remind you guys that next week is the final east coast stop of the pseudo summer tour yeah we will be diving into west palm beach shows to be determined uh for which we decide to highlight but be sure to tune into that Bruce, that's going to be exciting, a venue we have been to a few times that always gets the good stuff. Absolutely, and we miss not being able to go down this year. Um, but we, alas, we will revisit that next week, and then the following week, again, special interview, Mr. Bela Fleck. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your kids, tell everyone that we are interviewing Bela Fleck because it is going to be an absolutely incredible interview that we are very excited to share with you all. Um, Nolan, let's get out of here. We have waxed on so much about all of this music. Um, let's give people a break, back to their normal lives. Hit us with the social plugs. Let them know where to buy our merch, <laughs> and we'll get up out of here. Yeah, at Gray Street Pod on Instagram and Twitter, the Corner of Gray Street Podcast, Facebook page, you can find our merch on Etsy. Just search Gray Street Pod, Gray Street Podcast. And then our email if you have anything you want to reach out and say, graystreetpod at gmail.com. Bruce, let's get out of here. Absolutely. Thanks again to Cruise into Wellness CBD for sponsoring. We love you guys. Take care, and we'll see you next time on the corner of Gray Street.
Hey, music fans. We wanted to let you know about Music on the Mountain, a show that will feature Anders Osborne, Dogs in a Pile, and Saints and Liars. This show will be directly after the Divided Sky Foundation's fun run at 2 p.m. on Saturday, May 18th at the base of Akimo Mountain in Ludlow, Vermont. The show is presented by The Phoenix, a national nonprofit organization offering support to those in recovery and anyone impacted by substance use to celebrate recovery. If you're running in the Divided Sky Foundation's fund run, you'll be automatically registered for the show. It's a family-friendly event, and all proceeds from ticket sales and other donations benefit the Divided Sky Foundation. Visit Music on the Mountain, that's musiconthemtn.com, for more info and to get tickets. That's musiconthemtn.com. Hope you enjoy. Enjoy.